Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now, here's Connie. Hi, you're listening to webtalkradio.net with your host, Connie Whitman, and you're listening to Architect of Change. Thanks for joining me again this week. My motivational quote for today is by Richard Pound, and it says, Occasions for defining moments do not arise every day. When they do, we must seize the opportunities they present for improving everyone's life. Do you think people's success happen because of luck or coincidences? When you meet someone you personally view as successful, do you think, sure, they were at the right place at the right time, they're so lucky, that would never happen to me? Do you think that's a true statement? If you answer yes, then perhaps you have never thought about your defining moments in life and how you responded to those moments. Do you even know how to reflect back to see if you've had defining moments during your life and maybe miss them? Is it possible to even miss the defining moments in the first place? Well, today my guest, Chaney Weiner, is going to help us examine our defining moments and that we actually all have opportunities that we may have missed. Cheney is the founder of Cheney Institute of Human Potential. He inspires and empowers people worldwide in all seven areas of life, which I'm going to list, financial, physical, family, mental, spiritual, vocational, and social. And he does this by helping folks discover their hidden brilliance and uniqueness based on what is most important to them while reducing fears, doubts, and anxieties. He has a new book out. It's called uh, Because This Is Your Life, which is about how to live a meaningful life while feeling respected, appreciated, and recognized for who you are and all you do. Don't be afraid as we dig in and discover our uniqueness and the value-added brilliance that we each bring to the world. Chaney, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me, and I'm glad I'm here, and I appreciate all you're doing. Yeah, I know this has been a busy time. Uh, Cheney has recently relocated, and um, times are just nuts, but I'm real excited to have you. And I did read the book. It, It was... It was one of those, as I read different chapters, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, 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 that happened to me. Or, um, oh, that's an interesting perspective. So I hope as we go through today's discussion, um, first of all, it entices people to think from a different perspective and to reflect back, but also for them to really be enticed to go and purchase the book uh, because there were a lot of aha moments for me as I read through. So, again, you know, I, I Chaney, I think you've listened to a couple of my shows. I really try to be a resource so that people just look at life from different perspectives. Um, There's more than one way or one path um, to find our end result. So I know that um, sometimes people say that things occur because of luck or coincidence, right? I had that in my intro. What are your thoughts on this? And I think especially as it relates to, again, in my intro, those defining moments. One of the things you also mentioned in your intro was the word opportunities, and whenever, and whenever I, you know, as you're asking me this question and I think about it, the quote from the Roman philosopher Seneca comes up, and he says, luck is preparation meeting opportunity, and he came up with that quote 2,500 years ago, so it's been around, I mean, I, you'll hear other people quoting it, Oprah's quoted it, but whoever quotes it, it's luck is preparation meeting opportunity, so in other words, your preparation 
the opportunities you want to create is your luck. Right. So as it, as it relates to defining moments, whatever that moment is for you, it's the result of putting in what I like to call the behind-the-scenes time and effort, the things that people don't see, you know, what goes on behind closed doors. People don't see that. And many people are not willing to put in that time and effort to do what it takes, but they want the results. And, Absolutely. And it's interesting. You take a look at anyone over the course of history. You could, I mean, Bill Gates, Oprah, you just go right down the line, and you'll see that the people who have achieved what looks to be like worldwide success, if you will, and along with that, having those defining moments, those life-altering moments, they put in this time and, and effort behind closed doors before anyone pretty much outside of their own inner circle knew of them. So really what it comes down to in, in all this is knowing what it is that's most important to you, having a vision, and just being persistent with what whatever comes your way. And... The, you know, bot, the bottom line is the universe, the world, it, it, the world and the universe, uh, they're going to give you a test to see if you're ready to take on those next stages in your life. And the bottom line is that you need the challenges that come along the way that help you grow. And that's what really leads to that defining moment in your life that turns things around to where everything takes off for you. Yeah, and, and I, it's so funny because uh, the quote came to my mind. First, I don't believe in luck or coincidences, personally, okay? Um, I think you create your own luck, exactly what you're saying, just by living a good life, right? An honest a life full of integrity and all of that, um, as well as constantly learning and working hard. And, you know, working hard, people define it differently. But you gotta put, you got to have skin in the game. You have to have effort out there, and you have to keep learning. So there is no luck. I think opportunity finds you. But there's there's that quote, and I'm not gonna. I probably not gonna say it right. But it, it's um, if you if you work hard, you live easy. If if you if you live easy, your life becomes hard, right? That, I, I don't know that I'm saying it perfectly, but you know, if you don't live every day where you're putting effort out and you're learning and you're growing and and you're working to become better, stronger, smarter, whatever it is. You're going to live, and, and you take the easy way out all the time. Life becomes hard because, yeah, no luck or opportunity finds you because you're not, you're not doing anything to create um, the movement that the universe kind of finds us. So I, I agree. No luck or coincidence. It's called effort. <laughs> um, right? That's really what we're saying. And Go ahead. With a capital E. Yeah, with a capital E-F-F-O-R-T. You know, the whole thing is capitalized. So um, my next question you know, we talk about these defining moments. So share your defining moment and how it led you to having a breakthrough in your life. Because I think when you give an example, people can bite into that and go, oh, I get it. Yeah, I talk about this in great detail in the book because this, this occurred when I was 16. And as you know, I grew up in Oldbridge, New Jersey, Sarah, mm -hmm. the same area. Mm -hmm. And... I was always into playing sports growing up, and in 10th grade, I decided to go out for the baseball team, and leading up to that, I got into fitness and working out, and also watching Rocky, the original Rocky. Yes, of course. He was my idol. I, I basically channeled the guy. I memorized the dialogue, everything, so I patted myself after the Rocky character and went out for the baseball team. I worked out for four months, went out for the team. You had, you had to make two cuts to make the team, so if you made the first cut, you made 
you were eligible to make the team. If you made the second cut, you made the team. The tryouts were three weeks. I made the first cut, and when it came time for the final cuts, the coach read off the names of all the kids who didn't make the team. He read off one name, another name, another name, seven names. Didn't read my name. He stopped. And I'm thinking, I made the team. And as soon as I had that thought, he read off my name and caught me. Oh. But when he caught me, he made a comment that changed my life. He says, quote, he says, you have more guts than anyone I've ever seen. He says, come out for the team next year and you'll make the team. And wow. And now I know that may not sound like much, but this guy, he was the football coach. He had his favorites. He said that in front of about 25 kids, many of whom let's say, made fun of me, kind of picked on me, that type of thing. So for him to say that in that moment, yeah, I got caught. I'm thinking, well, why didn't I make the team? If, you know, if I'm going to make it next year, why not now? But I took it in stride, and I knew something happened. And I knew a life shift had taken place, just didn't know what. But I started to see signs of that afterwards. And as time went on, people stopped picking on me. They stopped bullying me. They stopped making fun of me, and just little things happened along the way. And, you know, I'm not talking, you know, I'm talking anywhere from like a couple of weeks on to years on end, really even to this day. It just, it carried over, and also carried over into other defining moments. But I trace it back to that particular moment, because for him to say that, there was something about what took place that just gave me that courage, if you will, to mm -hmm. just take on any situation in my life and to never give up. And to become Rocky. <laughs> yeah. 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 And now, just a, just a really quick side note on it. Yeah. The, this is the truth. He's in the book. The, the, the name of the guy, the coach who cut me, his, his, his name is Rocky. Oh, that is so... And he lived in the same house. He grew up in the same housing development as I did. That is... See, synchronicity, that's not coincidence, that's synchronicity. He was meant to cross your path at that moment um, to change your life. Now, it's interesting. You knew there was a shift and you felt it after. As you, you know, matured and you started thinking about these events through your life, right, and, and kind of the, um, there's a pattern, right, that starts to kind of evolve that you could see. Did you go back to this moment as one of the big shifts in your life? I did because I knew, this goes back to what we were saying before, the preparation and the time that I put sure. in, fitness, working out, going out for the baseball team, what took place during the tryouts, all led up to him saying that. He didn't say that just out of the clear blue sky. So it was something that I did that yes. led to him saying that. But the thing was, and, you know, I was 16 years old, and let's face it, people want to be acknowledged, they want to be recognized. Him saying that just put something in me that yeah. just just triggered off all these other things that took place. And to me, looking back at it now, it's more like what he said, it created some kind of an energy that I was giving out that sure. all of a sudden people, like I said, no one picked on me anymore, yeah. no one made fun yeah. of me anymore, and just yeah. it was just a total shift, and I ultimately came out of my shell because I was a shy kid, and I just I came out of my shell, became more sociable, had more friends, girlfriends, and all that, and, and I traced it all back to that. I still look back on that moment. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Yeah, so then you became a stud. <laughs> Uh, I, all right, so now uh, that was a great story for, I think, to kind of frame out what we're talking about as, as far as defining moments. 
is there a way that you can tell people listening how they can determine, you know, a defining moment or their defining moments? Yeah, the chances are, or the probability is very high that it's going to center around something that's most important to you. In my particular case, at the time, it was baseball, sports. That triggered a defining moment. But as time went on, Interestingly enough, I never played baseball again, but other things started to become a priority in my life, having more friends, fitness and working out, girls, and just that type of thing. So other defining moments came about as a result of that, but to really answer the question in a more direct way, yes, there is a way to determine it. Just look to see what it, what it is that's most important to you because somewhere in there, a defining moment slash defining moments will happen. And I can't tell you exactly what that is. That's going to be based on you, what's most important to you, and what it is that you love doing in your life. You know, it's interesting. When I... Um I was always investments, right? I sold investments. Um, I got a college. I went back and I got all my licenses, Series 7, and um, insurance, all that nonsense, right? And I worked for an insurance company, and then I worked for a bank selling investments. And I remember I was responsible for about, it was like 15 branches, right, that I kind of functioned in and educated not only the branch people but the customer. And all of a sudden, the head of the, the branch system approached me and said, we have this open position for a regional sales manager to run, the, that was about 100 branches, which is, you know, a thousand employees or something and I'm looking at her going I don't know you I don't know that division I don't have any I know investments and her response was all of the branch people because of my ability to teach them and communicate and then my sales experience um, that they, they really thought I could do the job so this woman comes to me and she says well go interview with the president of the bank now here's the thing and anybody listening especially if we have young people listening someone approaches you with an opportunity please see it this was an obvious one um, go on the interview even if you're not interested in the job because you don't know who you're going to meet or what the opportunity that it presents net net um, his gentleman's name was Sabre McCool who I still think I regard highly um, we loved each other and he said to me, I was the poster child for the job, ultimately took the position. What I did in that position is what I'm doing now in my own business. And I, it, you know, 15 years I worked for the bank before I started my own business, you know, because of bills and all of those things. But that was such a defining moment. And I did, I always say, what I do now found me. And it was important to me to teach and educate. And that's what I do now in, in the corporate environment. So I love your story and the defining moments happen. And I hope everybody right now, based on your story and my example briefly, that you're looking back and going, oh, this happened to me, or oh, maybe that was a defining moment. Again, the idea is to shift perspective and see things from a different way that maybe they didn't before you and I started speaking. So great stories. Um, and, and we all, here's the other thing. We all have defining moments, right, Cheney? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No one could sit there and say, oh, that doesn't happen to me. No, everyone's got them. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's take a quick break. When we come back, um, I want you to tell me what are some of the things maybe people, we just gave two quick examples, but what are some of the repetitive or key things that we could give people to look at so that they can really analyze and determine, hey, you know what, man? It's a funny moment. It's happening now for me. Okay, so we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about that. 
It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back with Cheney Weiner. We are talking about defining moments and really creating luck in your life. And it's possible for all of us. That's, that's the bottom line. So what are some of the things that people can really look for so that they can find these emerging patterns and really, uh, I think, face them head on? Well, you talked about perspective and just looking at things from different perspectives and Mm -hmm. the bottom line is the way the world functions as I like to say is in a two-sided way every situation is going to have positives and negatives or perceived positives and perceived negatives and different people are going to see them different ways so when you approach and and actually this is one of the main themes in my book and the bottom line is when you look at all like let me hear you were just talking about meeting with the president and to mm-hmm. just go and do it anyway well the way I would have someone approach that is well let me take a step back someone in that situation may go oh my god a meeting with the president you know what's gonna happen what if I you know what if he doesn't like me what if this land like you said do it anyway but also look at that situation from both sides just know that you go in there there's going to be drawbacks there's going to be benefits to that situation so you may as well go in there and approach it that way because within that a defining moment will probably come about this is exactly what happened with my baseball story and it's interesting because I wasn't sure exactly what happened in a moment, but as I look back at it over time, when I really got more, let's just say, wiser in what I'm doing, I realized when the coach caught me and he rejected me, in the same moment, he accepted me by making that comment. Yes. Yes. Which is fascinating. And, you know, when, when you take, and this is... This is true of every person and every person's situation. When you take the time and look for that synchronicity, it's there. It may not be obvious. In my case, it was a little more obvious. Some cases, it's not as obvious. So approach situations like that throughout your life, and you are likely to come, and not likely, you will find a defining moment somewhere in them. Again, I can't tell you what that is. It's going to be different based on your situation. Look for the synchronicity because it's there every time. You know, it's interesting, um, positive and negatives, I like that, the two sides of the coin, right, we always say that. My, my boys uh, both play hockey, they both happen to be goalies, and from when they were little, 
you know, typical kids. You know, you get off, a goal went in, and it was the defenseman's fault, or, you know, who was out of position, deflect, deflect. And my husband and I used to always say, nah, you win as a team, lose as a team. You know, take ownership. You know, you let the goal in for whatever reason, and, you know, gently, but let them know that stop deflecting and take ownership because you learn from it. And there was a shift when they hit about 10 or 11, and it happened for both of them around that age, where a goal would go in, and it was cute because they would always ask my husband and I, so how do you think I did? And we never answered that one, Shaney. We would always say, well, how do you think you did, right? Get their perspective first. And around 10 or 11, they would both get off the ice and say, how, do I, how did I do? And we'd say, what do you, how do you think you did? And ultimately, they would say, ah, that third goal or that second goal, I should have had it. And I'd say, why? Oh, my angle was off. I should have come out of the net more. They stopped deflecting. They started own, owning it and saw their error, their negative, their mistake. But, and then my husband and I would say, oh, my God, that was a great goal. You'll never make that mistake again. So you can take that negative and turn it into a positive. It's never, even when you fail or you mess up or you screw up, it's never bad. It's what you do with the information to shift your perspective, to learn from it. And then, again, like we're talking about creating those opportunities so and becoming better better, stronger, um, whatever it is. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I hope that our discussion today raises the awareness so people start looking for those moments of, holy crap, if that didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened, um, et cetera, et cetera. Or there was a change in me based on, you know, an example that Cheney gave. So I really like that um, that we're given examples because I think that's what people can bite into. Now, in the book, and I loved this because I really, really stopped reading and started thinking about this. Something else that frequently goes on hands in hands with these defining moments, right, is your example of that first time, and I put that in air quotes right now, guys, first time feeling. Can you discuss that for us? And, you know, is it possible to have that first time feeling over and over again? Yeah, I want to share a story here, and um, as I I know you know, but everyone, we are from pretty much the same part of New Jersey. Well, my high school graduation was in the Garden State Arts Center, which is now PNC Bank Center in Mm Homeville, New Jersey, and and I'll give the age away, I graduated in 1983. And so, you know, life went on. You know, that was an important moment for me. You know, graduation because sure. you know, I, this this took place two years. My graduation two years after my defining moment. I'm still coming out of my shell. So that was a very important time in my life. So let's fast forward to last year, 2015. I go to a show there. It's Brian Wilson, the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And I know one of the guys in the band. He's one of the backing musicians. If you ever see Brian Wilson play, he's standing behind Brian right off to the left. He's always in the background. Cool. I got there early. You know, he put me on the list for after-show backstage passes, and I actually met up with a kid there, a kid I knew who was there. I didn't expect this, but he took us to go meet Brian Wilson. Now, trying to meet this guy is like trying to meet Michael Jackson he was like because Brian doesn't meet with people mm-hmm. you know, he, that's just his nature mm-hmm. so he brings us he comes to the front of the venue well PNC or Garden State Arts he brings us in and of course I'm thinking I graduated high school here that's going through my mind we walk down the side of the venue and I'm thinking oh my god this is the same path I went graduation night wow 
So we're walking down. He's bringing us down to the stage area, and we walked right across the same exact spot where I walked across to go get my diploma when they called my name up on the stage. Cool, cool. I stopped right in the middle because, you know, all the um, instruments and everything, you know, the band, they all had to set up. You know, there was nobody in the venue. It was, it was empty. I stood out. First, I got a tear in my eye. I stood out, looked into the audience. There was no one there. I took pictures. And, of course, it's going through my mind. I'm walking across the stage again. So I'm bringing this up for a reason because the first time feeling was back in 1983, a very important time in my life. That, in essence, was a defining moment as well. And here I am, 2015, doing the same thing. I got that same feeling a second time. So, in essence, not in essence... I had another defining moment, July 1st, 2015, except this time he brings us to the other side of the stage and sitting tucked away in a black leather chair, Brian Wilson sitting there. So long story short, he introduces us to Brian by name. And I actually had a chance to talk with him for about a minute or two, t- took a picture with him, said thank you. And it's funny because his handler, the woman who keeps, you know, keeps an eye on him, she said, well, is, there, is your name Dick Cheney, like the vice president? So we all got to laugh at it. I said, no. I said, I get that all the time from people. And <laughs> it, 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 it was just – now, to most people, it's, wow, you know, meeting Brian Wilson, Beach Boys, one of, you know, he's regarded as one of the greatest – songwriters, producers ever. That, that was great, but right there with it, probably even more so, was walking across that stage and getting that first-time feeling a second sure. time. That was a defining moment for me. I didn't really mention it like that in the book, but that is definitely a spin-off defining moment because yeah. you're talking a generation later, I got to do yeah. the same thing, but in a different way. And yeah. really, from, now granted it was last year, but now... It's on to another new chapter in my life as a result of that. So I expect new things to happen. And I'm going to look back on that moment and go, wow, that's just like I look back on the moment when the coach made the comment that changed my life. Yeah, and and we have so many of them through our life, and and I call it like our little tapestry. We have all these threads that kind of commingle, and they create a beautiful tapestry of our life, whatever you know, whatever that image is for you. So that flashback to high school fast forward now as a man um, just how cool is that what a great uh, what a great first time feeling that you could feel over and over again the other thing the other example that um, made me giggle in the book was you know that first feeling of of falling in love right of having that crush or that your first kiss we all remember that right like and and the scary thing is we remember it like it was yesterday even though it was a lifetime ago for some of us so that feeling i i think in the stomach in the heart in your in your soul in your um your whole energy field they're those first time moments we and everybody can look back right now and and just think of those moments your graduation um you know when your babies were born um you know that first kiss that first crush you know whatever it is you, we all had these first times and they are defining moments for us you you learn something from those moments and everybody has to kind of figure that out. Yeah, and we have you know, a, it, it's really interesting that you bring that up and what we're talking about here because just a real quick side note, that story I just told, my book was done. I put that in literally about a week before it got finally printed. So I got that in there and I put it in there because of what you were just talking about because in the beginning of the book I talk about, you know, the first kiss, the yeah. first, you know, yeah. that type of thing. So 
that story really ties together the whole first time thing and whether you know in my case it was walking across the stage where I graduated high school but that can relate to the first kiss you had the first job promotion you got whatever it was the first friend or as I like to say or as I said in in the book the first time you know what everybody thinks when they think about the first time it's the same thing it doesn't matter it's just a matter of how it relates to you and whatever that first time was for you and how you can see that happening and getting that feeling again yeah, and it's interesting because I know I say that to my husband. Um, I go, do you remember when we did blah, blah, blah? And he's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, That's, it's, this is the feeling. This is it again. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes he'll say it, and I go, oh, I was just thinking the same thing. We're always in each other's head. We're definitely meant to be together. Um, but there, we, we talk about it. So after reading your book, too, I'm like, oh, that happens a lot for us, that we say, do you remember when? Or, um, oh, it's that feeling again. Oh, my God, and, and we, like, sometimes it's exciting feeling, like you get giddy and goofy, and it's wonderful, but it's wonderful, so those first-time feelings, we really do have them over and over, the venue can change, the situation can yep. change, obviously we're older and wiser, all of that, but the feeling in your heart and in your gut, it's there, you know what it is, we have literally... We have three minutes, Cheney, so I'm really curious. What would you say to someone who maybe is feeling down and out or just kind of things aren't going right for them, that what can be things that they could do to turn their life around? Well, a person, a lot of like this, you can't be down and out without also being, as I'm calling, up and in. So what I mean by that is when you feel down and out, go inward and then go upward and when you go inward just again go in and see what it is that's most important to you in your life and also look at life from both sides because you you can't be down without, without also there being an up and the mm -hmm. reason and the way you know is you because if you're feeling down you're comparing it to an up so look for the up whatever that yeah. is in in your life and then go inward and just to see where you are up in your life. And that's pretty much how the world functions because many times people get, quote-unquote, addicted to that one-sided fantasy of, oh, it's always got to go, you know, I've always got to be happy, I've always got to be kind, I've always got to be giving. Well, you know, and the same thing of other people. Well, it goes both ways. And, again, this goes back to what we were talking about before with my baseball story. And just it's not only about my story, it's about your story. So when you have these moments come up, look for the opposite. And, yeah, you know, it might not be in the exact way you want it, in the moment, but look for it anyway, because all it takes is one little event or one little thought to trigger it, and then next thing you know, you are very likely to induce a, a defining moment, and, and most likely a new defining moment in your life, and, that's, and that in turn will help you turn things around in your life. Yeah, and I love I love the perspective of the book of the positive has a negative, the negative has a positive. So stop being one-sided. And we all know people who need to live in drama all the time. And one of my favorite things when I run into people and they say, oh, how things going? I haven't seen you in a while. This is like my, my favorite answer and the best answer that I know life is good. I always say some things are really, really good. My life is so boring. Isn't that beautiful? There's no drama no one's sick, you know, no one has passed away. When life is boring, it's good. Enjoy it. You don't have to have dramatic moments all the time. Kind of ease into life. It doesn't have to be a strain and stress all the time. 
So I, I don't. I love that perspective of the positive and the negative because you can't always be happy and on top of the world. But on the same token, how can you be negative all the time? You're creating that reality for yourself. So um, I like that. Go inward and upward when you're feeling down. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, and it's you know again, it's not my opinion. This is the world according to Cheney. It's the world according to how the world functions. And the last thing I do want to say is yes. I, I, I like to get this in in some way. It's one thing to listen to what I'm saying here. It's great. You maybe listen to me or different or other people. It's one thing to listen to what I'm saying here. But take this, bring it into your life, see where it works for you because when you do that, you're going to see the changes that are going to occur in your life and that's when you turn your life around. Yeah, and it builds momentum. And it builds momentum. Yeah, yeah. As things change and you start to live and believe the opportunities all of a sudden are coming, they're not all of a sudden coming. You did something differently to create them. We, we, you know, we're energy, right? We're all, we're all an energy source. So momentum breeds good energy, right? Movement, whether it's the right movement or not. So you should, once you're in movement, it's easy to shift gears. So um, we create, we do create the world around us. So I, 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 I thought the book was brilliant. Um, here's another thing, everyone. It was written in, you could see the way uh, Cheney and I are speaking it's it's really normal language and he does make you stop and reflect on moments in your life we've all had defining moments and he really gives you the tools to be able to kind of walk through that process and, and find it so um, I, I wish I wish you all go out and purchase the book um, you know because this is your life and really really this is your life go for it we have one shot make it the best it can be right there's no do-overs <laughs> once, once you're gone, there's no do-over. <laughs> true. Right? Um, thank you, Cheney, so much for being on the show. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Cheney, uh, his website, I'll give you his website. It's www.cheneywiner.com, and I'm going to spell it. It's C-H-A-N-E-Y-W-E-I-N-E-R. Don't worry, I'll put it on the webtalkradio.net website. And the book, if you want to go, you could get his book through there on Amazon, all that. If you want to go direct to the book link, it's thisisyourlife.com. Right? I said that right, Cheney? It's because this is your life.com. Um, so you can get it either way. Also, send me your stories, guys. Give me feedback. What um, shows you like, stories of your defining moments. I do love to hear from it, and I can bring them into the conversations I have with all the guests that I have on. Send me your stories at my email address, Connie at WhitmanAssos.com, so C-O-N-N-I-E at, and then W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. Uh, Cheney, thank you so much again, uh, again for being on the show. This was awesome. This was awesome. Good topic. Thank you, Connie. I appreciate it. Yeah, I hope you all will continue uh, to join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change, figure out a different perspective, and realize that we really have this, and it's, it's often just a little shift in perspective. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Uh, Thanks so much. Have an inspired week, everyone. Been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change.